0: Welcome to Coffee with the Sarlos. I'm Kelly. And I'm Karen. We are a mother-daughter duo of mediums, medical intuitives, psychics, and energy healers offering personal sessions to clients all over the world. And this
1: is our podcast. Coffee with the Sarlos is a platform to share the remarkable experiences of our clients and the messages that are channeled for them from the spirit world. These stories will make you laugh, some will make you cry, and some are certain to be an absolute buck kicking with love.
0: Our intent for this podcast is to gently and kindly challenge your beliefs, grow your empathy, and help you find pieces of your own self in each one of these individual stories. Before we jump into today's show, we have a few notes for our listeners. Karen and I have personal practices channeling for local and international clients. If the stories in these shows is something you'd like to experience, you can request your own personal session through our website, bysarlo.com. We also have gift certificates available if you wish to gift this experience to someone anywhere in the world. We have a
1: second podcast series called Sips of Sanity. This series is your emotional and intuitive intelligence toolkit. We pick one topic every month and provide you with
0: healthy tools for critical thinking and communication. This series airs the first week of every month. The first show is free and can be found on our website, your favorite podcast platform, or YouTube. The full series can be found on patreon.com forward slash by Sarlo. Patreon is our membership portal with a ton of monthly benefits for those of you seeking to grow your emotional and intuitive intelligence. Karen has a personal blog that explores the beauty and importance of intuitive gifts. There's a question and answer segment that addresses listeners' questions, As we mentioned, you can find the complete Sips of Sanity series here, along with handy habit trackers and great reflective questions to help you get the most from the shows. We provide you with guided journeys and music to enrich that experience, and we're running an emotionally intelligent, interactive book club. And for patrons in our top tier, each month we're putting your names into a draw for a free half-hour channeling session with Karen or myself. If you're interested in joining us, head over to patreon.com forward slash Bisarlo. Now, on to the show! Karen, it is January 75th. We've almost made it through the entire month. What did you say? It's January what? 75th. It's a joke. January just lasts for fucking ever.
1: <laughs> that's what I thought you said. Here in the north. True. I think that's um an appropriate statement.
0: Yeah, so I think like I also want to say thank you for always obliging my demands of December heartwarming stories, because I just feel like it gets us through the first part of winter and then we come back with some hard hitting shows in the beginning of the year but i think hopefully it's something that people can count you know the weeks
1: and just get through. Well, today's show is hard hitting. Okay. It is also heartwarming. That's that's the the way the show goes, but you have to stick around to the end to hear it.
0: Okay, now you also briefed me. This
1: is going to feel a little bit like deja vu. I Yes, it is. It is going to definitely sound like, oops, Karen's getting a little dementia. <laughs> She's repeating herself because the story is a similar story, but stick around because there's a different outcome.
0: Well, I'm going to because I have to. We'll invite <laughs> listeners to be patient.
1: I hear my horn laugh.
0: Good. <laughs> It's one of our bingo squares. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) Okay. So I need a name for a female place. I've chosen Zulie. Zulie and I can see each other and she's booked an hour. This session comes to her as a gift. Before the session begins, I'm struggling. My day has been really beautiful and um, just a lovely day. And I notice my mood changing, where I feel um, like I'm really defending myself. And I'm walking around the house in my own mind, defending defending me. And I I can't figure out why my mood has shifted, my thoughts have shifted. So I go ahead and I prepare my dinner. And I'm a little bit annoyed at myself. I, I think, that I've gone back into my old patterns and I'm, I'm doubting myself, but I mean, I'm doubting the growth and the work that I've done. And it's like, ah, geez, maybe I need to book an appointment with Kelly and figure out why I'm back into this cycle again. And then I thought, well, not until after I see the next client, which was a 7 p.m. client in the Mm -hmm. evening. Yeah. And I thought, I'm just going to wait. And if at 8 p.m., I still notice that I'm flipping into this old pattern of beating myself up. Then I will book with you in the, the next morning. So I started the appointment and Zuli comes on and we can, as I said, we can see each other and I went through consent. And then she says to me, uh, this is a gift certificate. I don't have to arrange payment. And I went, no, no, I, I know that. I understand. I've gone over that with you. So I thought, why is she telling me that again? And then I said to her, so we've gone through consent. Could you just let me know what it is that you would like out of the three types of sessions, guide-led, client-led, or the combo session, which would you like? And she says, um, open. And I said, okay, that's fine. I can do that. I'll start NASA Spirit Guides. And she says, yeah, because like I want to talk to my mom. And I said, okay. I said, That's not an open session. Well, whatever. And she says, just, um, are you not a medium? And I said, yes. I said, that was in the services that I offered at the beginning of the session when I listed them for you. And I said, would you like me to go over the list again? And I'm thinking, this is anxiety. And she says, "Um, no, I just want to talk to my mom. Go. I'm open. So her mom came in immediately And says to me, "Um, I'm just going to give you some information. Let's get started, Karen. And this is going to explain your feelings. And I'm like, oh, good. I don't have to book with Kelly.
0: Oh, Thanks. That's
1: nice. (laughs) And I mean, I do want to book my appointments with
0: you, but not for that reason. You're hearing that you're in check.
1: Yeah. Not for that reason. Not because I've gone back down my old Mm shithole. Like... I want to book with you for growth. I want to book with you for other beautiful reasons. Mm -hmm. So I was happy to hear that. So her mom says to me, um, she wants to talk about my death. And she says, I'm going to give you some facts. And I said, okay, that's fine. That's how I want to start every session is with facts. So this is great. And she says, this is what my daughter is looking for anyway. So she said, "Um, my daughter wasn't with me when I died. I was with my husband and my other children. I said, okay. She says, "Um, she has sisters and brothers, and they were with me. My daughter has her own children. She's married. She lives with her husband. She has her children in her home with them. They're not grown and gone. She has a son. Holy man. Yeah. Go mom. Yeah. Like she just... She she went on. She says, she also has daughters. And she says, she wants to talk to me, but I'm going to give her validations about a variety of things. My life, her life kind of a thing. And I said, okay. And she goes, and I want you to know that my husband is still alive. All of my children are still alive. And she says, my father is still alive, but my mother's passed. So she's really just. This is like just, 20
0: affirmations within yeah. like a 30 second time frame.
1: Yeah. Which is really uncommon. Mm-hmm. Super uncommon. And she makes some very clear. She's very calm in the way that she speaks. She doesn't give me pictures. She doesn't give me all of the feelings. She doesn't give me the sensations. You know what that's like because you're trying to get all your information and organize it. Mm-hmm. It's almost like she just stands in front of me and says, just say it. And that's remarkable because it isn't that clean and easy all the time. Mm-hmm. By a stretch. <laughs> so I said all of this to Zuli. And she would say to me as I was going through it, yes, yes. And quite often, like she was doing it at the beginning and I was just saying it quickly and she would talk over me. And so then I realized, oh, I have to slow down. She wants to say yes as I say each one. So then when I would stop and I would slow down and say one, she would just look at me. I was like, okay. <laughs> the, 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 everything, it was so disjointed. I had this really good vibe going with her mom. I was dead mom. And no vibe going with my human. I wouldn't say no vibe. Yeah, that's fair. There's a really beautiful vibe with dead mom and a very challenging vibe with client who's alive. Now that sounds silly because all clients are alive. But that's my slip. But anyway, um, so then I had to stop, or I chose to, pardon me. I chose to stop and ask her how she would like me to do it because we we were not in sync, and she looked super annoyed. And I said, Zuli, I said, your mom's given me a whole string of them. I said, I've got like a good dozen um, affirmations for you, but I need to know if you want me to pause after each one. And she talks over me again and says, just say them. And so I said, okay, said I was trying to clarify with you what we were doing. I will do that. So then I start again and I go in and I list them and she starts talking over me again and does it. So then I thought, no, I'm not checking in with her again. If She doesn't hear them. I don't give a shit. This is not a game I'm playing. So I just continue and say them. And I don't go back and try and figure this out with her again. I thought, no, this is a power, this is like a power thing, a game she's playing. And her mom says to me, that's correct. That's how she behaves. And I said, okay, she goes, but you can't confront that yet. And I said, okay, yeah, she says, "Um, that's going to come later. She says, I just would like to give you these validations. And I said, you go then. So her mom then says to me, um, at my death, she says, I, first of all, I died of illness. And she says, I died as a direct cause of the illness, not anything secondary. Like, you know, you might say the person had cancer, but while they had cancer, they died in a car accident, Mm -hmm. or they hung themselves, or they killed themselves because they didn't want to keep going through cancer or something. So she goes, I had an illness. I died of the illness. She said, I died in my home, not in a facility, a hospital or a hospice or anything like that. She says, and my husband was with me, um, but I hated my husband and he hated me. And she says, and how about that? Imagine dying and having the person you hate most in the world being right by your bedside when you're dying. And I thought, wow, what, what a statement. And then she says, now our children were there except her. And I want to say things to her like that my children were touching me. So they would touch my hand or my face, not just the blanket. And I was underneath it in a nightgown. I want to say like they would touch my foot, which was buried underneath the blankets But they made a point of touching my face and my hair and my skin. Like a caress? Yeah, to give me comfort. And she says it was my children that gave me comfort. And she says, and I had one child who gave me permission to die. Mm -hmm. She specifically said, Mom, you can go now. We're giving you permission to leave. Because they felt that I was hanging on and that I needed their permission. And then she just starts laughing. <laughs> she goes, as if. She goes, as if the spirit guides are going to go, oh, good. Thanks, kids. Mm-hmm. Thanks for giving us permission. Like, we needed your permission to bring her spirit back. And I, I remember like listening to that, Kelly, thinking, that has to come out in a podcast. Because so many of us have been trained to believe by somebody. Whether it's the nursing community, and I don't want to blame nurses in any way. It could be TV, it could be girlfriends, guy friends. I don't know where this thought came from that we have to go in and say, we give you permission to leave.
0: Well, you know, I know you already said we're not picking on the nursing community, so let's actually reinforce that. You have to have a nurse. Who has a belief system of a religion. Yes. To communicate that. Right. Which means it's not the nursing community. Good for it's you. It's the religion that infiltrated the, those nurses.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Or those
0: practitioners who then implement their own belief system or force it on another person.
1: Yeah. And and the mom was just giggling about over it. She wasn't like all tied up in a knot over it. She was just simply, hmm, isn't that a funny thing? that humans think that they have that amount of control over the journey of my spirit back into my spirit form, where the spirit world has all of that under control, not them.
0: I would like to note, though, there are some soul contracts where when you're breaking patterns or you're um, working through and healing certain things from lifetime to lifetime, that it can be written into a contract about giving someone permission to pass. And it's more about the energy and the exchange. It's not ever to say, obviously, that the human has control over whether or not Mm -hmm. that ill person does die. Mm -hmm. It's the energetic experience that needs to occur between the two of them that's
1: important and affects the soul contract. Okay, thank you. Thanks for explaining that. Mm. This is not part of this story, but I am... Really appreciative that you are educating our listeners again. Thanks. Yeah. So then she says, can you explain all of that to her? And then I'm going to move into something else. So then I did. I said to Zuli, this is what your mom wants you to know. We're going to go to the death, her death. Is that in fact what you were hoping for in today's session? And she goes, yeah, it'll be fine. And her mom goes, no, it's not going to be fine. This is her behavior. This is what she wants. This is what she's here for. This is what everything is hinging on. But she doesn't want you to know that because it would give you some level of control over her and she can't stand that. So she has to make sure that you have no idea that what what information you might have or how you could contribute to her life. She just, she can't stand the idea that someone else could have control. And I said, well, I'm not looking for control. She goes, no, you're not. It's not that you're looking for it. It's that you have it because you have some information. And I'm pointing that out so that listeners can think in terms of their own lives.
0: Well, it really just comes down to whether or not she perceives her, her control has been gained or lost.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: You might not even have good information and she can still perceive that she's lost control.
1: Right. It could be a line. And it, like, people could be doing a ton of things. But sh- anyway, thank you for explaining it. So then I said all of that to Zuli, and she said, um, yeah. She says, that's true. She says, I was talking to my um, brothers and sisters. I can confirm for you that they did touch her, and that one of them did say that. She told me that. She said, um, this, this is all, all correct. And she says, um, what did she think about our relationship? When she died, when she was on her deathbed, and her mom goes, and this is it, this is it. So I said, "Well, tell me, what, so, mom, what was your relationship like with her?" And she goes, "Well, she says um, Zulie is the child that I took everything out on." She said, "I hated my husband, and he hated me, but we grew up in the days where you didn't get a divorce, and you know, women didn't leave their men, and." You know, you just had bills to pay and kids to raise and you fought and you thought everybody fought and you just, you know, you just did what you did. And um, I took all of that out on Suli. And I, I said, did you take it out on any of your other children? And she goes, well, no, you don't do that. I said, what do you mean? She goes, well, no, like you need the other children to validate for you that you're a good mom. She says, so you have to have kids that you say yes to, and kids that you super people plays, and then when you're angry as shit because you people plays them, and then you have a husband that you can't stand, and he wants sex or whatever, and you're the only female he's supposed to have sex with, so you got to do it, then you take that out on Zuli. So she says, so Zulie is the child of all of my anger. So Karen, and I created a lot of anger in her and a lot of jealousy towards her siblings because I was being super nice to them so they would love me and I could look like a good mommy. And she's jealous of that love and that attention that I gave them. So instead of being mad at me when she was a kid, she was mad at them. And as a result, when she did things out of anger, I punished her. I never punished them, of course, because they weren't the ones acting out. Or I saw it as they were defending themselves. She's the one that started it. And she goes, you can say that. She's the one that started it. So I did. I explained it all, and I used that phrase. And so she sits there, and she looks at me, and she goes, that's what she said to me. You're the one that started it, so that's why you're the one getting punished. She goes, those were my mom's words. So then her mom comes in and says, well, Karen, it's also then that her dad sees what I'm doing, and he does the same thing to her. And the kids see what I'm doing, and they do the same thing to her. So Zuli has every right to be angry with our entire dysfunctional, very sick family. And she's calling you today because she wants to know if on my deathbed I regretted it. And she says she wants to know if I missed her. And the truth is, I didn't. And this is really going to hurt her. This is really going to be the final blow because as a human being, I'm the one that set all that shit up. Mm-hmm. I, I wrote that story right to my very last breath and, and dead. And she goes, I don't ever even look at all that behavior and everything I did until I'm dead mom. And she says, so now I'm going to tell you as dead mom, I totally understand what I did and why I did that. I get every single thing. And she wants to know if I feel regret and if I feel remorse and if I'm sad and if I'm humiliated by what I did, if I go through any of the emotions that she wants me to feel. You can tell her, yes, I have gone through all of that and that I'm here today to own up to every single thing. So I said, okay, I'm, this is fantastic. Thank you, mom. I'm going to say all of this to Zuli. You got to give me a couple of minutes. And she goes, okay. So I tell Zuli absolutely everything her mom has said about the death, about not being regretful and all of it. And then Zuli says to me with her back straight, she just kind of pulls up and sits straight and says, when are you going to start proving to me that this is my mother you're speaking to? Well,
0: she's on par for her behavior, I guess.
1: Exactly.
0: You hope it would have flipped a switch, but she heard something that hurt her and felt like even less control because now I'm humiliated that this human sees that my mother did not love me and did not treat me well. So I'm going to attack the human that now knows.
1: You got it. And I felt heartbroken for her. Yep. Yeah.
0: I don't know what human wouldn't.
1: Yeah. I wanted to cry as, as, as Karen. I just wanted to sit there and go, oh my god, I can't do the rest of your session. Yes. I just want to sit here and cry with you. How in God's name are you standing? Get the Kleenex. Like I, I The human me really um, wanted just to be with her. And that was it. And Zulie wasn't going to have that. Mm-hmm. And neither was her mom and neither was the spirit world. So I had to get my shit together.
0: Yeah, because she wouldn't be able to handle any anything that looks similar to pity because that would be a perception of losing control. And then she also can't handle anything that with this fine line is truly empathy. She would perceive it as pity. She can't handle empathy because she's never experienced it. It's very uncomfortable.
1: Yeah. Then her mom said, I'm going to step back. And I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where, where are you where, going? Yeah, where are you going? I got nothing if you step back. And she goes, No, no, the spirit guides are here and they're going to step in. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And don't, you're going to word it that way, but I just need to allow you to speak to her spirit guides for a second. Well, she probably can't hear anything else from her mom. E- exactly. Exactly, Kelly. So the spirit guides come in and said to me, okay, we're going to handle this. What we need to explain to you now is that her son is her whipping post. Yeah. I was just going to say the saddest part that we're getting to is that she chose to have children. Yeah. yeah, And that she, in fact, hates her mother for everything she's done. And has become her. She has become her mom. (sighs) And that she's doing this to her son. Now I want to skip and get right into this because the spirit guides go, okay, she's doing it to her son. She's currently married. The family lives together. Remember, we like her mom told you this. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Her son approached his dad and said, She's freaking grandma. Mm-hmm. And dad went, huh, you got a point there. She is a little like her mother. Wait. Wait. (laughs) Then her son says, Dad, I want to go to therapy. I'm not going to become mom. I want kids when I grow up. I want to get married. I want to be in a marriage I want to be in. So, Dad, do you love her? Do you love mom? Because grandma and grandpa didn't love each other. So do you love mom? And he goes, oh, God, I need therapy too. Yep. Yeah. So... Dad and son go to therapy and they decide to go to the same therapist. Dad is paying because he realizes he's the one that's fucked it up. Kudos. So he says to his son, you're going to go do your own. I'm going to go do my own. Let's go to the same therapist. So the therapist can see and help us. And then we will ask the therapist... If we can come when she or he says it's time, and the two of us will go to therapy together for certain issues. When she sees we're colliding or it's beneficial. So that's what they have done. Then dad approached the sisters, his, their, their children, and said, we are in therapy, and I think the two of you should join us. We've asked the therapist for a family session, saw mum." meaning without mom. So they asked why, and he said, well, he said, she's, she's grandma and there's a family dynamics here that's going on that I see in her family with her parents. So I see it being played out again and I have played right into it. And he says, um, we all need to be on the same page to be family. And you girls need to understand your brother. You need to understand what he's going through and what the, what the cause is, meaning our marriage and her family life, the way she was raised. And we need to go as a group and get tools. And so the girls said yes, and they all went together. Then after a, quite a while of therapy, I'm going to call it as the children and dad family. The therapist suggested that they tell her as a group that they have gone to therapy and invite her to a session. So they've been preparing for her to come with the therapist and the therapist is going to control the session. Mm -hmm. So the guide said, all of this has already transpired. The reason she's sitting with you today is that somebody suggested that she actually have a session with you to talk to mom first. Smart. And then once she gets the apology, once she gets the affirmations and the validations, mom knows better, the therapist might be able to get a little crack going and then she can have her own therapy sessions. But you're supposed to create the crack. And I'm like, okay. So I said, am I going to explain all of that? And they said, yep, tell her everything, tell her the truth. They all want her to know the truth. They want her to know the reason that she's here, why they bought her the gift certificate. Everything is coming out after this session, everything in a conversation. Um, Go for it and put it all on the table. So I did. I put everything on the table with Zulie about the therapy about what she's doing to her son and that she has become her mother and you know kelly i i really wanted to watch her feel her energy connect with her soul when she heard the statement that she is treating her son the same way her mother treated her and she was a rock mm-hmm. there was no, there was no cracking there was no, oh my God, there was no, like everything she wanted her mom to feel, she hoped her mom felt when she was dying. Mm-hmm. She refused to she feel. She refused to feel. And I said to the guides, okay, so what do I do with that piece of information? And they said, you pointed out to her. I said, okay. So I said, Zuli. You you wanted, you wanted to know, once you were told today that you had an, an appointment tonight at 7 p.m. with a medium to talk to your mom, the big thing you wanted to know was what she felt when she heard how much pain she caused you. You wanted to know what feelings she went through. That was the most important thing to you. And you wanted to, to, perhaps to see... If she was capable, because if she was capable of feeling, she might be capable of maybe seeing you and loving you. And now you're in this situation where it's reversed and you're the mom and you don't want to feel anything. Your son is alive. There's a difference here. He's alive. He's in therapy. Your husband is in therapy. Your daughters are in therapy you're at a very different point than your dad was or your mom was. So you have different choices now. You have different opportunities that your mom had or took or wanted. And your husband, your son, and your daughters are trying to create it for you. And at the very bottom of all of this was your son's desire who approached your dad, or pardon me, approached his dad to say, Dad, I want my mom. Mm. I want my mom, and I'm going to fight for her. And I said, so maybe you need to hear today that it was your son that decided to get all of this going and is willing to fight for you. And that's how our session ended.
0: No response?
1: No. No. She was very careful. Um to show me no emotion, um, no no feedback, no validation at that point. It was it was a very one-sided conversation mm-hmm. of me doing purely the channeling and making sure that I um, really didn't go outside of the channeling at all. I was very careful to say things word for word. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to respond, so I just said what needed to be said. And I left that with her and there was nothing at at the end. She just thanked me and we got off the call.
0: I would imagine a stiff, a stiff thank you.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say a stiff thank you because I know that I think, well, I'm pretty sure you simply mean, she doesn't feel it.
0: Right. It's just a formality to say, okay, thanks.
1: Yeah. Done. Hang up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I know I say it a lot on the show. I'll just say congratulations yet again for doing your job. <laughs> and, and of course, I don't mean that facetiously. I really mean Yeah, it's hard to do your job when someone is being mean. It's hard to do your job when you are moved um, mm-hmm. to an emotional place as you're witnessing what she's gone through. Yeah. like I think for you to keep your wits about you as a human, to continue doing your job is a huge feat unto itself. Mm. And then doing your job what that actually offers her is incredible. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm glad you are who you are mm. in, uh, in spite of what Zuli wants or is capable of.
1: Thank you. And, and, like, and I know there's no way that I can be all of who I am if it weren't for her, her mom coming in and all of her spirit guides and all of mine. Well, that sentence doesn't even make sense. You can't be all of who you are.
0: You're still being all of who you are. Okay. Like,
1: way to toss yourself under the bus. Maybe I'm not expressing myself properly. Try again. (laughs) I guess what, okay, I will reword that. I'm grateful that I have a team on the other side to help me get through those experiences. That was
0: well done. (laughs) I would agree with all of those words.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for the patience and letting me
0: reword that. Yeah, you're welcome. And I I know we can laugh about it, but I fight for you the same way that, well, the same way and in in many different ways that we just saw this son fought for his mom. Right. Right. In spite of the fact that someone can't see themselves clearly, uh, we can know underneath uh, who our mom is, who our person is. Yeah. And what they're capable of.
1: Yeah. That's beautifully said, Kelly. Mm Mm-hmm. So kudos
0: to, to your beautiful job. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Sarlos. If you enjoyed the show today, help spread the love with a like, share, or review of the podcast. See you next Saturday with a brand new episode.